Welcome to the Mark of a Leader podcast series. I'm your host, Danielle Fernandez. We're here in studio today with our CEO and chief storyteller, Mr. Doug Keeley. Doug, thanks for being here. Hey, it's a pleasure, Danielle. Thanks. This is fun. Coming to you from Toronto, Ontario, and we're going to just jump right into it. So the first question I have for you, please elaborate. Why stories? Well, uh, I've been serving the uh, corporate communications world for 30 years now, and what I've come to realize is that uh, the corporate environment is now all about data and information. People are just doing bullet points and dumping data on everyone. PowerPoint has become the language of communication, and that's been going on for a long time. And the problem with data and information is none of it's sticky and none of it's memorable. So we're really passionate about stories because a good story is both sticky and memorable. And we like to say a story describes what happened, a good story helps you actually see what happened, and a great story helps you feel what happened. So a great story will take you to a time and place, engage you fully, and it's been proven many t- ways, many times, that when that happens, um, you remember them. The one caveat around this is his stories in business, I think, have to have a point. There has to be a business point. This is not, let's sit around and have a pint and, and yammer. That is ideal. You talk about five-level stories. What exactly are they? We have a philosophy, a premise at the Mark of a Leader that says human beings, when they are engaged on all five of our human levels, can accomplish virtually anything we set out to do. And those five levels are spirit, which is something bigger than us, a purpose, imagination, which is creativity, intellect, which is logic, heart, which is passion, and hands, which are execution. So spirit, imagination, intellect, heart, and hands. When all of those are engaged, that's when human beings do incredible things. And great stories engage us on all of those levels. So our work with our clients is not just to get them to tell stories, but to make them fully engaging five-level stories. Got it. So what kind of stories are there? Well, there's... If you dissect it, there's probably an endless number of stories. We talk about uh, a couple of distinctions. One is the difference between big S and little s stories. So big S stories are film, Star Wars, and so on. And little s stories are more anecdotal. They're more things that happen to us, things that happen to the business, and so on. We talk about four different story patterns, which we teach, which are connection stories, how to make connections with people. Clarity stories, how to take complex issues and deliver them uh, very succinctly. Success stories, which is how to use case studies where you've done something successfully with other clients to convince potential clients. And then influence stories, which influence people to buy or to do something and deal with what we call the anti-story, which is any conflicting or cynical point of view. And then on top of that, so the four story types, um, we also, there are specific stories in business like your origin story, stories around values, mission, vision, and values, and so on. Give me an example of a business story. Well, this is my favorite business story. Uh, In the 1980s, there was a little delivery company called Federal Express, and their commitment to the market was absolutely positively on time. And FedEx was the first delivery company to say, we'll get your package there by 10 the next morning in most cases. 
And uh, they were the upstart company. And a story hit the newspapers, this is long before the internet, about a FedEx driver who was in uh, the United States in winter, was delivering some time-sensitive materials. Uh, it was blood or organs or something. It doesn't matter what it was. It was, it was time-sensitive. And uh, there was a huge snowstorm, and the roads were closed. And he knew he couldn't get the package to its destination. So he went out and took the initiative to rent a helicopter, and he flew the package to its destination, where it got there on time, and we like to think maybe a child's life was saved or something. And this hit the newspapers. The cynics, of course, said, well, if they're renting helicopters for every package, they'll be out of business by Christmas. But Fred Smith, the CEO of FedEx, uh, Federal Express at the time, made this driver a hero inside the company, which he is to this day. It's a legend story at FedEx. And uh, people like myself who were running agencies where everything was time sensitive immediately gave our business to FedEx. And that story was actually the start of kind of the rocket ride of Federal Express, changing the name to FedEx, and so on. So I would put to you that a salesperson at FedEx could have given you endless charts about cost per pound and on-time accuracy and so on. But that story encapsulates the whole uh, meaning behind absolutely positively on time, much more memorably. And I remember and retell that story 30 years later. So are all stories the hero's quest? No, this is one of my big uh, complaints, shall we say, uh, in business. There's a lot of people teaching the hero's quest model. And I don't think that's really what most stories are about in business. It's not all oh, the CEO, you know, climbed the mountain and fought the dragon and, you know, some nonsense like that. Uh, it's a valuable archetypal model for storytelling, but I don't think it's the model that fits in business. I think there are a lot more... Um, more succinct and more relevant models. How do people use stories exactly? Well, we have two training programs. One is called Storytelling for Leaders. One's called Storytelling for Sales. So uh, for in the leader environment, executives use stories typically uh, to connect with their people better, to show them that they have things in common with them, to explain new initiatives or plans, mergers, acquisitions, movements, and so on, to bring their values to life, uh, generally to create stronger cultures. Uh, sales may use them to help their salespeople sell better, uh, to connect better with their buyers, and uh, to make connections. And HR uses them a lot to attract and recruit new people uh, and to deal with day-to-day -day kind of discipline of, of employees and so on. So there's a lot of ways you can use stories. But do you really have proof that stories work? Well, absolutely. I mean, I mentioned the, the FedEx story. Um, FedEx has built a lot of its culture on storytelling. Um, you know, there are famous stories about, uh, I think, Nordstrom, uh, who refunded someone uh, for a set of snow tires, uh, no questions asked, and they don't even sell snow tires. Uh, Steve Jobs was very articulate about his um, Apple Macintosh team and the, the pirate flag they put on the roof. And pirate flag is a story because pirate is a story. And how that kind of galvanized the whole Macintosh team uh, because they were, new, they were doing something really different, really outside the boundaries. And then we have lots of examples from our client base where uh, executives have used stories to uh, great effect. So, yeah, absolutely, it, it's provable. The power of stories is provable. So do you think we should just give up the data and start telling just stories? No, no, no. Not at all. I, I, I don't think this is about give up the data. I think, in fact, we describe stories as uh, 
facts wrapped in context and delivered with emotion. And, uh, and, and there have to be facts, I think, in a business story. We're just saying uh, minimize them, use the ones that are important, and then wrap them in emotion and context. Um, I, I have a great example where I was working with an IT team many years ago, and I asked them to describe their most successful project of the year. And the project manager stood and described the whole thing in bullet points on a flip chart. And when I prodded and asked questions, there was this incredible story beneath it about the CIO standing up in front of the board of directors, putting his, his job on the line, people rallying behind them, and so on. So get beyond bullet points and, uh, and wrap the, human, the humanness around the data um, and use them only where appropriate. So what can we expect the outcome to be here? Well, we put it very simply at The Markable Leader. We say we use stories to inspire better performance and to build stronger cultures. Really simple. Great. Thank you very much, Doug. Uh, thanks for being here with us today for the Markable Leader inaugural podcast. Thanks, Danielle.